hello, hello, Hi. hello. I was enjoying that song. I know that's a classic. Uh-huh. That's the, the summertime is coming. Know, we had to right? let people know what the time it was. It sure is. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to Cross Cultured. Cultured. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I missed it this time. Hold on, oh we gotta God. do it again. <laughs> All right, to- we gotta do it again. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> to Cross Cultured. So lame. Uh, anyway, but welcome to Cross Cultured, and this is our episode nine. Woo woo. Episode nine. That's awesome. Um, what's cross culture? Well, what is cross culture, Erica? It's your turn to define <laughs> it. Ah, uh, cross culture is um the crossing and the mixing of um different cultures, different ethnicity, um, um different values, different backgrounds, and how all that becomes one for you. Mm-hmm. I try to change it a little bit today. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. okay it's what okay. it is to you today. But you guys get the gist of it. All right. As you guys know, the format at this. Oh point, wait, what's your name? Who are you? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought y'all know who I was. It's Dami. It's Damio. Oh, you know what? People were really rocking yeah. with Damio. Like, it's a Dami-o. lot of people said they was rocking with that. So, you know, that's who I am. It's branded. It's Damio. Mm-hmm. And I am Erica Mona. And yes, we're going to get into our episode for the day. And as usual, we start with our hot topics. I like when you do that. I know, right? It's like ASMR. What does that stand for? I never know. I don't know. Okay. But we know what we're talking about, right? Yes. Okay. Let's just jump into it. Hot topics. First thing first. You know what? We've been talking about this for the past two um, podcasts. Yeah. We mentioned that, you know, first that there were prayers going out for John Singleton. And then we found out it was a stroke. Um, And unfortunately, earlier in the week, he passed away. He passed away. He did. That's really, really sad. He was not old. I think he was like 51. 51. Mm -hmm. And he passed away from stroke. Um, Actually, he was in a coma. Yeah, he was in a coma for a while. He was in a coma, yes. And like, you know, um, they pulled the plug. Um, His family pulled the plug. I think after two weeks of being in a a coma, they pulled the plug. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so sad because he is just such a pioneer. He is... You know, a great pillar in the community. He's done so many things. Found out that he was the first African-American director nominated for a movie. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And he started directing at a very young age. Like 22, 22 or two, Yeah, 22, 23. Yeah. What was that first movie that he did? Boys in the Hood. Can you imagine? He was 22. And this is also kind of let you know how recent a lot of these historical things are. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like that was the 90s. You know, a yeah. lot of us were born in the 90s. A lot of us um, have a lot of 90s nostalgia. We watch a lot things mm-hmm. from the 90s so it just kind of lets you know what's your favorite john singleton movie huh you know i thought she's gonna look that up right now really? um because i want to make sure i'm not mixing up with uh many spike lee right i, I kind of i feel like you kind of know spike lee movies though no but him and spike lee i do because for a second i, I higher learning is my favorite john singleton and like mm. for a second i was confused i was like wait that wasn't spike lee right because yeah right right yeah. i see what you're saying yeah. i see what you're saying let me look real quick real quick you go first what's oh you said it, higher, learning. higher learning um and then I would say Boys in the Hood. I'll say Boys in the Hood. I would um, say Boys in the Hood. And then Baby Boy. Those are Girl, my top yes. three. Now, listen, I'm not a fan of oh, really of watching movies all over again. But if Baby Boy is on BET, I'm just going to play and watch it. Like, Baby Boy just is like, it's yeah. just so quotable. Like, Baby Boy is everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely say Boys in the Hood, honestly. I would say that. I'm not too. Cra- I like Poetic Justice, but I, not um, too much. But I think I liked it because Tupac and 
Janet, Janet. was in it. But it's not like... Oh, you know what's funny? Me and my sister were talking about how like that was like an era in um, 90s movies where they were all on this poetic stuff. It was like Poetic Justice, uh-huh. uh, Love Jones, uh-huh. and Jason's Lyric. And we oh, was like, I did watch Jason's We were like, that was a phase in black cinema. It was. Where everybody oh, was just spitting spoken yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, uh, you know what movie I still haven't watched? Hustle and Flow. You never watched that? I've seen like bits and parts of it, but it's one movie that I want to watch, but I rarely see it come on on TV. And it's not on Netflix. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not on, on all the reason because it, it, it's like it's too much that got to be really blurred out. For but TV. it's a good movie. It's definitely like I mean, we watch Empire. It definitely like makes you think of Cookie and Lucius' life. Got it? Right, Empire. Like, right, like that's literally right. the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, that's how y'all was coming up. Yep. I didn't know he directed um Four Brothers. Did you watch Four Brothers? I did watch Four Brothers. Yeah, I that's that a movie. decent movie too. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it too. But yes, rest in peace, and I pray God comforts his family and friends. Let's and give him that moment of silence, right yes. quick. Rest in peace, John Singleton. Yes. All right. Uh, what's next on the topic? Uh, so SZA, everybody knows SZA, songstress, Solana. Yeah. Um, she faced a little bit of racism in Calabasas. In Sephora. In Sephora. Um, so what essentially happened was she was just trying to buy her fancy beauty like all of us try to do when we're in Sephora. And the the worker mm-hmm. there basically called the police because she Can't thought she was, was stealing. Was stealing. Um, I told you I got like, I faced like recently a white woman calling well, reporting me or taking my tags down for something that was like oh because ridiculous. you were like because um, I literally parked and I was actually being responsible and trying not to text and drive <laughs> so I had paused for a second like I stopped to the side of the road it was near a stop sign and I just like moved over and I threw my hazards on so I could check my phone right and this woman was trying to act like she couldn't go around me it's like this huge and street so too. she really called so she like kept honking at me kept honking at me and I just didn't she couldn't move. go the other way around she really could have because everybody else went around it was no no traffic it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was oncoming traffic creating traffic no like it literally was like mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. minutes worth of me stopping and she started writing my plates uh, down so she could report me or whatever. She so, sounded like, what's her name? Is it a barbecue Becky? Do you know they all exist? So this is <sighs> Sephora Sandy is what right. SZA called her. So legit called the police. And it's like, okay, even if you think someone is stealing, is calling the police the next step to do? I think, and, and you know, and that's what I'm saying. I think like, that's not the next step. We really need to like, that needs to be part of the agenda. It's a stuff. It's a lot of stuff now that we're like getting into these 2020 elections that um, when, when we're talking about the black agenda, which is yes. coming up more and more in these political debates, I don't want to hear people say things like reparations anymore, because I think that, mm. you know, we're so far down the line Girl. of actual physical reparations that we really have to just start addressing what would repair and be reparations in modern day. Mm. America For example You know Gun control Was one of those things Another thing Mm -hmm. Is we need to start Holding accountability For white people That are calling Police on black people They need to be fined It's just something They need to get Some type of punishment Because it's it's purposeful It's very like Oh of course It's very like Listen I don't even It's not even out of fear It's just out of like I'm entitled And I'm privileged And I'm white And I'm just gonna call The police on you Because yeah. You know, because I can. Because I can. And America and treats black people as shit, so you're going to go to yeah. jail. That's basically it. All this, oh, I'm scared for my life. Oh, my God. No, yeah. that's a lie. You okay. know, you could literally be walking down the street. Come on now. We've seen so many videos. I think it was a, a, a man. He was 
basically, you know, doing some gardening in his, you know, I think, yeah, I think maybe he was literally mowing his lawn. Exactly. And And then you had to call the police on him. What? It's like, that makes no sense. And that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, people cannot act like they don't understand what the climate is. They don't know what the climate and culture of the country is. It's too much. So, yeah. You can't even go to your own apartment without... Hello. You know, uh, some white guard or some white neighbor saying, "Oh, you don't live here." Mm-hmm. How, I, how? But why do I have the keys? Why is my why is um, the address on my ID and I don't live here? That's what I'm saying. So, oh yeah. Anyway, but that's that. Um, that's sad. Um, I do hope she gets punished or something. Yeah, I heard she got fired. She okay. Good. Good. Um. Oh, um, the Sports Illustrated cover. Oh, a little bit of black excellence has snuck into our hot Uh topics. It's the first, she's like, um, this is the first one where you see a model wearing a hijab, you know, and she's fully covered. And what's Right in time for Ramadan. Right? That's awesome. I think her name is Halans Aiden. Mm. And she's the first one. And it's just really so nice to see. And she looked beautiful. She looked gorgeous. She really did. Like, more than half of all this other, you know, there's always... Wait, so just really quick. What is the purpose of Sports Illustrated Magazine? To like, see women in very... Is that what ...skinty um, bathing suits. That's really what it is. I and never knew... Like, I've always known, like, the covers that's, of Sports Illustrated, but, like... Oh, you said the, the magazine, the magazine itself? itself? Oh, yes. I, I'll only know about the covers, because every cover is pretty much the same thing it'd be like women it's not like you even see women working out you know yeah i don't get like what is it's like, not like they're the doing magazine. some sports it's legit like and it's honestly even the same thing they're at the beach and the that's water true. <laughs> with the water Hair you flowing. know and really that's it and just wearing really really tight with that brazilian deep wave barely covering um so it's just even nice to see some modesty it's just really nice yeah she looked gorgeous she it really looked gorgeous, it, it yeah. definitely was exactly a sight to see yeah it really was y'all should check that out um, our next person, oh, Raz B. So Raz B, he is, what's their group? B2K. B2K. Yeah, and you know, they're having this, their new... Um, the Millennium Tour. Mm-hmm. So Raz B, he, is, he was arrested for domestic violence. So we've definitely seen him like, you know, on stage, well, the videos, having like a whole, like a meltdown on stage. Abby? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Raz B be doing too much in general because... I don't know, like, you know, I, I was supporting him in his thing, um, you know, in his plight. We're trying to get Chris Stokes mm-hmm. out of here and all of that. But I also just feel like, what are you doing? Um, you know what I mean? Like, what what is what is going on? Like, how did we get from here to here? And then he put out some statement that still didn't really answer any questions or do anything for me. Yeah, I don't know. But but then again, they said he's not going to be convicted for that whole domestic violence thing. But yeah, so they people are mad because I know a lot of people in Missouri, he didn't. Um, show up for their, for their not Missouri, Minnesota uh-huh. for their um, he performance. Has, he definitely has. He wasn't there, so on. I don't know. He looked old anyway. He need to calm down. Yeah, he. I feel like he has some type of emotional, mental problem going down because it's, yes, he's you know he's not in his right mind. He really isn't. I mean, compared to his fellow mates, yeah, he definitely needs some, not some deeper his, therapy. And I do hope he's getting like supports from his mates, you know, from his team members. They look like they mad. Like, uh, we have to redo the formation. I mean, right. Hopefully, he doesn't mess with their money, you know. Um, but that's that. Mm. Remy, I'm I'm disappointed in Remy. I am disappointed, in Remy Ma. I don't know. So, I mean, I don't. I don't think. I don't know if her turning herself in is an admission of guilt. I mean, you gotta turn yourself in when there's like a warrant for you, you or whatever. Yeah, I mean, she she reported the case. You have to turn yourself in. Yeah. So basically, the situation is that she punched uh, allegedly. 
<laughs> I guess. But allegedly, she punched, um, what's her name? Brittany, Brittany Taylor. Taylor. She's also like a young rapper from New York. They were both on Love and Hip Hop. Um, so she punched her. Um, Brittany allegedly. Taylor, she's like a, right, allegedly. She's like 4'10 or what? She's like really small. She's an itty bitty rapper. Yeah, she's really small. But mind you, Brittany Taylor, she's the type who always just get bulk, bulk wild like on Instagram. Like, I'm going to fight this bitch. I'm going to... Like, she's always that type. She's you know what feisty. Mean? She's like a chihuahua. Fi- no, really. That's what she is. So then she got... I don't know. I think it was somebody. It was an event. So they said, like, a cancer event that um, was a charity that mm-hmm. Remy Ma, Fat Joe, a bunch of other um, New York good, celebs yeah. were doing. Yeah. So they were saying that they were at that. Um, and they said they got into a scuffle backstage um, where the argument got heated. And then, allegedly, Remy Ma punched, punched her in her... I listen. I feel like Remy Marsh. She knows better than that. This is the thing. I I still don't know what happens. But in the event that Remy did punch her, I'm very disappointed because you have way more. At girl, risk you're than almost that girl. forty years old. You just had a baby. You have much more to lose than she does. Yeah. Listen, if you really want her to get beat up, you could have got someone to be held for you. As their former, as their fellow New York, like get your stepdaughter to, to be to beat yeah, up. Yeah, like I just feel like. Well, and Britney just out here is using this to climb. Oh to the top. my God, she has her mom. Uh, she really acting like she doing is a press a conference. Victim. She she says she is traumatized. She is emotionally and mentally disturbed. She says she needs some money to run that check. <laughs> they do anything for clout. Yes, it's ridiculous. That's crazy. It's, it's so stupid. Like you talk all that nonsense and you get punched, and the next thing you do is report. You go to the police. It's not like. No, I'm not even supporting violence in any way or any manner, but it wasn't like you really you got beat up to a pulp west. Like, okay. It, you got you got punched in the eye. Put, That's a, it. put an ice pack on it, put some frozen vegetables. Like, learn your on lesson it. and move on. Exactly. Wear some concealer and be cool. Like that's it. <laughs> Next on the list. Okay, y'all. This is the age old beef. This beef is from 2010. The beehive versus oh my, Taylor Swift. Oh. So, you know, um, Beyonce, she has, you know, her recent Netflix film. She has, like, the band, you know, all that going on. But then, what was this event? So, it was at the Billboard Billboard Music Awards. Awards. Uh And Taylor Swift also came in with her own, like, you know. With a marching band. With her own marching band. And it was, like, the colors were similar. Okay, this is what I will say. So, let let me get, so this is the thing. timing was wrong. That's what I So, again, like we said, um, this week was the Billboard Music Awards, and... Taylor Swift had a performance where she used a marching band. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, Beyonce just released Homecoming on Netflix, which featured a marching band as well. Um, now, we know Beyonce has said that this marching band was all inspired by HBCU uh, culture, yes, so on yes. and so forth. Now, from what I saw, people were also saying that when Taylor used the marching band, she had the marching band in the video for the she exact song has had me- yeah. um, mm-hmm. that she performed and everything. And Taylor has used marching bands before. Um, she has. She, matter of fact, she uses it a lot. She uses it a lot. <laughs> it, is a, it is a constant theme in, in her music as well. So, obviously, we get on Twitter and the Beehive uh, versus the Swifties was in uproar. Um, so who do you have in Beehive versus Taylor Swift for this argument? I would say, I, I definitely for the Beehive because I'm not really a fan of Taylor Swift uh, because just the way she is in general. Her music is good. I'll give her that. But I definitely do think that it's just the timing is just off. It's just weird. Why are you coming out with this 
marching band. It's the same color, you know, pink. You could have used something else. She too, she had the little cat suit or whatever is it that she had on. I mean, but that's the marching band. Yeah, uniform. that's, that's, yeah, that's basically yeah, that's basically that they all these artists wear anyway. But of course, I'm just for the beehive. That's what I'll say. You know, I'm for the beehive. Um, she could have kept it. She didn't. She could have kept it. Simple as that. And then, okay, even so, but you always use this marching band thing for a lot of your videos. Girl, switch it up. I mean, I think that. You know, every time it come to Beyonce, everybody act like can't nobody do it. I mean, of does. course. And I don't think that I don't think it's fair to have attacked Taylor Swift in that that deep. I agree. She it's was not, attacked. Listen. I think that you know what is is great. First of all, Beyonce did Coachella over a year ago. You know what I'm saying? It just so happened that this she documentary the came out. Just came out. They be planning these Billboard awards for months in advance. Um, and it's a band. You know what I'm saying? It's not like she had the pyramid formation and they was stepping and they were doing it literally is a marching band it's it's like literally i wanted to hear some drums some live drums i get that and i and agree a, and a thing so yeah. i think that it's it's coincidental but i don't think everything that beyonce does that no one can, can, can do nobody it. else can ever touch it again of course and that's just the music industry you know what it I mean? is People they all do the same thing at the end of the day exactly you know? so it's just like beyonce was gonna do it better and that's just the end of that that's it of course i get it that's true like you you're not gonna see me on twitter saying oh behind taylor swift is bogus no because it's not it's not that serious it's all music at the end of the day but if i'm to choose a side side beehive that's where i'm at okay <laughs> all right next on the hot okay this is our favorite part of the thing of the hot topics i should the thing of hot topics this week is very special because we have two we do two alodos of the week let's we get do. them to drop right quick let's get them that drop Goofas. All right, one more time mm-hmm. for the culture. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Goofas. <laughs> All right, now, the Olodos of the week. Really, we could just encompass it to social media because it was all on social media. All of it was on social media. The first Olodo of the week is our very own favorite ride sharing app. Uber. Uber. That was just so ridiculous. So what so happened it, this week? Was it on, on Twitter? Uber? It was on Twitter. Yeah. What, and what, oh, you want to say? No, it? you can go ahead. What happened this week with Uber is that um, somebody had a complaint about an Uber driver and took it to Twitter because, you know, everybody, if you don't know this, if you want to complain about something, a lot of the time their Twitter team will respond mm-hmm. quicker than any other form. So anyway, they took it to Twitter. They added Uber like, hey, this uh, driver was rude. They were late. I want my money back. Run me my check. Woo, woo, woo. And Uber responds so graciously, um, basically says, we will talk to that nigger. Was that all it was? We will talk to that nigger? Something like that. It was like it, I feel like it was, it was. It was. I mean, that was essentially what they said. No, they definitely said nigger. They, they said they, nigger. That's the striking de- part. Of course, definitely. They said nigger. Definitely. That's what. They, that's how we made yeah. it. Yeah. Let me see. Look that up a little, real quick, real quick. I just want to see way from what the full sentence is. Okay, but while she was it? looking that up, no, but while but while you're looking that up. Uber, then after they already said nigga, tried to come out and say, oops daisies, we didn't mean to say nigga on it was Twitter. That was an accident. We will get right to the bottom of it and figure it out. When, when, oh. when. They said, we are sorry about that nigga. 
exactly. Please send us a DM with your phone number with additional details of your concern so we can connect. Exactly. What? I told you, that's what they said. Ah, we sorry about that, nigga. That like, hilarious. That's what that's they so said. That's so sorry. We sorry about that, we nigga. We gonna say, oh, we would like to sincerely apologize for the offensive, offensive um, tweet that was sent earlier. We're investigating what happened. How, what? You guys are investigating? <sighs> First of all... How did nigga come up? This is, so this is the thing. Let's not let's not cat. Here it is. I know when y'all texting your friend and you be like, nigga, please, or shut up, nigga, or niggas be tripping. iPhone don't even let you say it. You gotta purposely you type to it type in because it. it changes it to bigger. It changes to all type of stuff. So I'm trying to figure out on what in what way was that a slip up? Listen, now I believe because you know this Uber is not the first. You know, company that we see would make some type of tweet like that. You know, right? All this famous, well, you know, popular brands and company, they've made some type of. You know, now I believe to think it's intentional. Yeah, like they're being salacious and racist. At this point, okay, Uber, you've seen other companies made mistakes like this. Okay, mm-hmm. made stupid tweets or comments or whatever using the n word, uh, n words, racial slurs. Why would you even allow that type of mistake to be made? They do anything for clout. Like wow, and then the next you say we're investigating. Okay, after an investigation, are you gonna tell us the results? Who's tweeted it? So y'all not all in one building? Like, is it multiple people from multiple regions of Uber that responds to social media? Like, it probably is multiple people. But either way, that's ridiculous. Why do you guys? Why do you guys have employees that would do that? Like, like why? Who's in charge of tweeting of the social media? That's what I'm saying. So there's not like somebody that's delegated in in charge of the social media account. <sighs> it's it's ridiculous. It's it's so stupid. It's like come on now, Uber and Uber. You know, over Lyft's better. Listen, you know, Uber and Lyft a lot. Lyft is better than Uber because it's a lot of fraud with Uber. It's it's ridiculous. Like no, Uber is ridiculous. That was just that's a shame. <laughs> Sorry about that, nigga. <laughs> they talking about my bad nigga. Ah, I would have been like, what? Imagine if that was you. You tweeted it and you saw that. Oh, screenshot. Give me my check. I know, right? <laughs> now the second Olodo of the week. Oh, I was so emotional about this one. It I was so goes upset. to our other social media counterparts. Facebook and Instagram. So they banned Minister Farrakhan. Why? Why is so he they, banned? So they banned him along and, with some and other some people. people. Yeah, they did. But basically, people are like liberals and not, you know, who are not conservative and, you know, support Trump. That's basically who they, they, they banned. Or as they wrote, extreme leftist views. Extreme how? And they said his platform is dangerous. Please, what is dangerous about um, Farrakhan? What? And, you know, I was watching, like, videos of him, and he was saying that, you know, he's been investigated by the CS, um, CIA. CIA, IRS, FBI, all of them have they've investigated him. And, of course, they didn't find anything because there's nothing to be found. He's not dangerous in any manner, in any way. So now in 2019, that's when y'all say, okay, we really going to ban him on, on Facebook and Instagram. So on all social media, like, if you look him up, he's not there. He's gone. For what? Yo... The ops is listening, so and for I'm not me, say yes, too much. girl. Now I know. Listen, but. this to me was confirmation that the government are really, uh, they're really against the, the progress of black people. Again, the ops are listening. Girl, you make me scared. Why are you doing all that? Because I'm <laughs> telling you, that's it's, listen, listen. You gonna put a podcast? Technology. Damn. What Te- if they build a podcast? I'm not gonna ah! be. Y'all not gonna try to stop me and claim I'm an extreme leftist. I know. I Just know Jesus, Jesus that y'all no. got a logo of the week. 
Right. That's all I'm saying. They got it. A lot though. They're stupid. Well, God protect our podcast. <laughs> we need this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Don't take it away. I'm neutral. I'm mid-center. I'm not extreme left. Yeah. You're not extreme anything. We're not dangerous. <laughs> We're just trying to entertain y'all. That's exactly. all. Exactly. <laughs> but now they capping though. Like, uh, but yeah, that's... Wow, that's it for our hot topics, right? Yep, and that's it for the hot topics. Hot, 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 hot. I think it was good for the intro. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do for that. The intro. Don't I like do that. it. You did this third time already. Okay, well, let me have my moment. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Well, let's get into our topic of the day. Uh, so we, we've we talked about this for a while now. We're like, okay, this is the right time to bring it up. And of course, our topic is colorism. And this is, this is an issue that is like relevant like in every like society in every culture in every country this is not even just an american thing at this point it's just this is this is damn near like a public health issue matter of fact it is a public health issue so i want to first begin with the definition of colorism Mm -hmm. um colorism by the new oxford dictionary is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with dark skin tone typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group yeah colorism within the black community has been a serious emotional and psychological issue that was the um the sentence they decided yeah, to use it is a public health issue at um, this point so colorism to me is very very personal um, because those of you that known and seen me know I'm like a dark skinned black woman. So now like not only am I part of like the darkest race, I guess, um, but I am on the darker spectrum of the darkest race. So there's so many times in my life where it's been apparent that this wouldn't be happening to me if I was lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, from things as trivial as, you know, love and relationships to things as important as my, my job. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I left my old, um, school, the school I was really? working with here. Yeah. The CEO is a colorist and she treated all the lighter skinned women way better than she treated mm-hmm. me. And it was, just, it was something that we all knew that she was nicer to fair skinned women than she was to me. And she's, you know, she's a, a much older lady. And is she fair-skinned? Yeah. Mm. She looks like Diane Carroll, actually. That's kind of who she favors. Mm. Except the poor man's version. <laughs> Diane Carroll's prettier. But that's kind of like where she is. And she's a little lighter than her, actually. She got like Whitley Gilbert skin. Okay, got it. So, yeah. So it's just... Colorism is hurtful. It's disappointing. More, especially when it, it's, I mean, because as, as the definition says, it's, it happens within the same race. You know, it's one thing you deal with racism, okay? But then it's like your own people, you know, that they're like, ugh. Yeah. Cause the, treating you, know, you less. And I have this conversation with guys all the time, right? Especially when we come, like, let's just like start off with one of the most apparent things. Colorism in dating and relationships. It's, all right. It's very annoying. It's very like apparent. And I hate when guys try to tell me it's a preference thing. That makes, to me, that makes no sense that you literally have a preference in skin complexion. 
Like, I personally, I feel like, because I don't even like, I think that it goes both ways, right? Like, I don't want colorism to be the the assumption that um, it's just anti-dark or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think colorism exists for anti light skin yeah. too especially with women like you know people will always try to like joke with me like oh you like light skin guys and I always yeah. told people I'm like I don't like light skin guys light skin guys like me because we understand each other we know mm-hmm. how it feels in our own community to be outcasted by our own people mm-hmm. because of the color of your skin I definitely do think you can have a preference you know what you're more attracted to however we definitely do know that people just use that as a stupid excuse to say that I just don't want to be with a Darcy girl just because, you know, not because, oh, and it doesn't mean they're not attracted to you. You know what I mean? Because, you know, when people do come up, if some people come up to you, come up to you and say, oh, you're pretty, but for a Darcy girl. So that means you are attracted to me. That's one. You already, you already say that you'll find me attract, attractive, period, you know, but then you just want to add the other insults. Why do I have to be a lighter shade for you to realize or for you to really appreciate and acknowledge my beauty? You know, it's like because when they say that it's with the assumption that dark skin girls, it's like dark skin girls aren't attractive. Let's yeah. start there. Yeah. That's what that means. So it's just like I, I personally feel like, you know. Maybe people have a thing of what they are attracted to. Maybe I personally, I personally just don't have a color preference. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Like I can go anywhere and be like, oh, he's cute. He's simple. He's cute. He's cute. You know what I'm saying? Because I think everybody's features come together on them to make them look who Mm -hmm. they are. For for light skin, dark skin, or not. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's very annoying. To not even be given a chance just because of the color of your skin. Man, I remember when I first, you know, when I came here um, to start school, and I, you know, I went to school on the south side, and I just kept on hearing this phrase, red bone. I mean, <laughs> not to me, but, you know, when guys, oh, I'm she, looking a, for a red she bone. a red bone, so you know she bad. And I'm like, ah, red bone, red bone, what does this red bone even mean? <laughs> like, I was legit confused, like, yeah, it took red bone, years to figure out what a red bone You know, means. and, you know, even when they said, they're like, oh, how she look? She a red bone. Oh, yeah, she bad as hell. She bad as hell. Even in songs. In every, it's like, it's everywhere. Like, this propaganda that light skin is better isn't everything. Light skin is the white skin. It's just mm-hmm. everywhere that we look. Like, even just go on Instagram, go on your Explore page. What, what skin color are Instagram models? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, for me... You know, it, it's gotten to a little, it's a deeper thing now in it's, me yeah. Um, where I'm just annoyed because it's like, at this point, y'all just letting anything fly. Because right? this, because they're light-skinned. That's yeah, just like y'all just let anything fly because people are light-skinned or or they just, or non-black even. So, right, so is it that, okay, so that being light-skinned to them just represents something other than black. Like this person is not just black, they have some type of like... Mixed, you know, other race or whatever. Like, is that basically what it is? Like, basically, self hate. You know, just hating of dark skin of you being black. It, it doesn't make sense. And I like what Gabrielle Union did because you know she said with her stepsons, she really had to sit them down and say that, hey, dark skin women are also beautiful. Yeah, you know? like why don't she you have had a crush them? On this? Right, she had them. You know, I guess they're talking about like their crush, and she said it was just many like you know light skin. Or, you know, white girls, you know, they live in California, too. They live in Florida. Oh, Florida? Oh, oh Miami, right. My mm-hmm. bad. Um, but anyway, and, you know, she really had to pull up social media accounts, you know, show them attractive, dark-skinned women and say, hey, what do you think about her? And they're like, oh, yeah, she's pretty. Oh, she's pretty. So, of course, as you said, in social media, everything you see that you identify or relate to beauty is light skin. It's so it's just so many different instances where I've just um, 
been been told or like just discriminated against or just not even looked at. Like when I was in when I was um in high school, I remember I had a prom date. And like I went through like four prom dates, but that's neither here nor there. So one of my prom dates, his mom did not want him to go to prom with me because I was dark skinned. Wow. She wanted him to go with another girl. Um, she was fair skinned? Because she was fair, you know, racially ambiguous looking. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, she basically was just like, oh, she's so much prettier. Why you wouldn't go with her? And so on and so forth. And the boy, you know, in his attempt to pacify me for the situation was just like, it's not that you're not pretty, it's just that. You just don't see it as fast. What? And that's what it was, right? But you know, but I knew what he was trying to say. Like what he was trying to say is just like, you know, I guess you don't catch their eye. It, because that's that's what that's the difference between being light skin and dark skin. Yeah. Like being light skin, you, you pop to them more. Like oh, she's right. light skin. Ooh, let me look at skin. Yeah. And it's just like when when somebody's dark skin, it's like you fade. To them, like, like, it's they like have to, so they have to like stare you and say, okay, let me, like, let me look for a beauty. It's literally like living as a shadow. No oh, pun intended. That is ridiculous. So it's just kind of like, okay, I'm here. But now you have to search for all of this in me. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, now this is the era where being dark-skinned and all this melanin magic and stuff mm-hmm. is popping. Right. Which is like, I'm very happy that, like, kids growing up can see that. But people also say all the time, like, all that melanin magic is just on the internet. In real life, that's what I'm don't saying. nobody even really Yeah, like, like, yeah, that. it's nice that, you know, it's definitely, you know, you know, there's more awareness on social media, you know, but it's still going on. We see in the news every day, four or five-year-old girls in kindergarten, you know, in first grade, then being made fun of for just being darker. Yeah. It's, it's, and at a young age, for a little girl to, to say that, oh, I wish I was lighter. You know, or like, oh, I'm I'm so black. It's it's so it's disheartening. It's so sad. You know, and that's what creates self hate at such a young age. You're just poisoning this kid's minds at such a young age. And you know, besides even just dating and relationship, it's just simple as you go to a grocery store. It's simple as just daily interactions with other people. And let's say yep. you're next in line to a lighter skinned person, you just see it. You just see like people oh, treat you. They see you they treat you different. They react to you different. You know, like it's a different type of treatment. It's, it's a different respect. People respect you. People. Really Really still live with slave politics of course like people really act like even growing like and you know even within the nigerian community it's a very big thing right mm-hmm. like we know for a fact there's so many nigerians bleach they do all of these things but i will never forget growing up in the musk it was like a group of us who were darker like we mm-hmm. just we was dark dark and then there were some girls that was like a little brown skin a little fair skin right. they used to make us darker kids do all the manual labor like so we, who would make y'all do like the adults the- they would be like go f- serve the food go do this go do that and they just let those girls be cute mm-hmm. walk around the mm-hmm. mosque just be pretty just be beautiful I mean, and not do nothing just oh y'all so cute oh you so this oh yeah, you so that yeah just sit down don't worry about it but we have to do everything all the work because oh, we were just seemed as deemed as less delicate exactly yeah and that that really is the word that, that really is the word it's, it's yeah it's even to it's so many times where as a as a dark-skinned woman i feel like you know we get this reputation of being tougher but it's like we have to be tougher because people treat us like we not like, like we're not like, like we're, we're not, not worth, worth it, it at all yeah like you're not like exactly and you know what truth be told another thing that i just don't understand in the black community sometimes is what are the shade ranges because now you know brown skin be coming into play and all mm-hmm. of this and like i remember having this argument with people about like 
I, for a long time, I didn't really consider Gabrielle Union like dark skin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh, she's just, you know, medium tone black. Like, I yeah. didn't think she was like dark. But I guess like sometimes people identify as dark skin based off of what their personal experience is in relation to darkness, right? Like, you know, like. And, you know, I guess also like it's also just so many different shades of dark skin. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Dark skin is not just one tone. Right. You know what I'm saying? There are people who are dark skin but may not be as dark as you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you look at them, you could say, oh, yeah, they're dark skin, you know? Mm-hmm. Or someone who's darker than you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just also just different tones of dark skin. And, you know, um, so it's, it's like, levels. What's the, what's the cutoff between being brown and dark? Yeah, well, I don't know. I can't define that. But uh, yes. it's based on how you treat it and how people treat it. And that's you. what I'm saying. So because it's like, okay, like one thing that y'all know I'm a huge Drake stan. And there's one thing that's like, I find very interesting about his upbringing like people always like so now that he's like an american artist right um people always talk about oh he light skin light skin poppy which obviously drake is mixed so obviously he's light skin but a lot of the time if you follow him and if you think about how he grew up he was the black kid meaning he was he was the darkest one in his circle Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like I think about how he was, he must have been like treated growing up and thinking about his psyche Mm -hmm. and how that has switched now being exposed Uh, to other black people. You get what I'm saying? Like, so now he's the lice one of the bunch. Cause I was was thinking about it one day, like Drake was our black representation on Degrassi. Oh, that is true. Drake was. was the black kid on Degrassi. Like, yeah, that was him, and it's just like I like I I I don't like how light skinned men are treated, mm-hmm. and I feel like this whole idea of like light skinned men are less masculine uh, oh, or we, less attractive. Or, I'm not um, a fan of that either. I don't like that. I just feel like because I I feel like dark skinned men are fetishized. Yeah. A lot, and it really disturbs me too. Because I'm like, what is this man Dingo? Oh, he dark. He's like, what? Is, what? Like, he a strong man. He, like, what ooh, comes? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, aggressive. What really defines his manhood? Because he's Cause darker. Because he, I mean, because I mean, I mean, back you know, colonization, slavery. The, you know, when you're darker, you're just seen as more like rougher. Like you're an animal. You're aggressive. Like oh, like you're at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? So now you're like, oh, he's dark. So yes, he's a man's man. You know? Oh, you're fair. Oh. Uh, you're closer to white, so you weak. <laughs> and I just feel like you know? that's not fair. Of course, it's it's not fair. It's 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 ridiculous. And as you said in the, in the Nigerian community, there definitely is colorism. Definitely not as as it is here. You know what I mean? Because here in America, when I came to America, I'm just like, wow, this whole color race thing is just on a whole different level. But my mom was telling me that when she first came to America, um, she was a CNA. And, you know, she worked in a hospital in New York and it was just one specific Jewish, you know, white doctor that was mean. Like, he's an ass. Like, he was mean to all the CNAs, but he was nice to her. But, you know, when you, like, you know, in Nigeria, it's like, you know about closing, but you don't even know about closing like that. You oh. know, it's, it's, it's not. Also, what? for the context of audience, Erica's mom is light skin. Oh, my mom's, she's really mm-hmm. fair skin. Um. But yeah, it's like you you don't really yeah, you maybe treat her a certain way, but it's not as it is here. So back to my story. Um, her fellow coworkers were like, Girl, he only treats you like that because you are light skinned. And she was like, Oh, like he feels like you're closer. He feels like you have some white in you. Like he legit mm-hmm. bought her lunch. He is so nasty to everybody else, but to her, like, oh, you're my little mixed baby. 
You know what I mean? And that also brought awareness to like, oh, I, did, I didn't know. But as you said, it's also on the flip side too. Fair skin people also, you know, get some type of treatment. Because yeah. my mom, she tells me to this day, she's like, Erica, never bleach your skin. You know, no matter what. She's like, I wish I was dark like you. I wish I had like a chocolate skin like you. And I'm like, girl, you lasting, you, you living the life. What, why, why do you think, why do you have the need or to wish that you are, you know, dark, you know, uh, why can people tell me that like all the time too? I wish I had more color like yeah. you. Now you have such smooth skin uh, and this, uh, this, that. And I'm just like, it's it's really sad that we can't be comfortable in our own shade, in the own skin. No shade matter shade we, you are, like, no matter what, you everybody has like their issue with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just kind of like. Like, I, I think about all the time, like, something, a discussion that we had this weekend was how um, Beyonce and Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. Like, those those are, that's a very big debate in the black community. And the, the real debate that we were having was, I said, I think that Kelly, Kelly wasn't given a chance. Is, mm-hmm. I, said, I think Kelly is just as talented as Beyonce, but mm-hmm. we just will never get to know that because Kelly was dark skinned mm-hmm. or is dark skinned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you were, you know, you were kind of saying, like, but Beyonce is Beyonce. This is no, I, what I was saying is that, you know, I, I, I did not, I'd never said, your point is definitely valid, you mm-hmm. know, you know, because even there was a video um, that I sent on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's really my first time. Yeah, Kelly has a nice voice, but that was even my first time really hearing that range of voice. Like, I'm like, oh my God, her voice is really powerful. You know what I mean? I never, I've never really heard that in her really other songs, and other songs. You know, mainly because Beyonce is always the lead. She has most, she sings most of it anyway. Um, but what I was saying is that, yes, Beyonce is really talented. You know, out of the three, so far that I've heard, her voice is the most powerful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And with her being Destiny's Child, it was her father. Her family was the management. So, of course, she was put at the forefront. Right. Of course, she was the number one. Heck, they fired the other girls because even though, what, um, like Latoura, she said it was favoritism. One right. of the reasons why she left the group, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that definitely was a reason and her opportunity. That's how she became number one. You know what I mean? And as she said, Kelly definitely wasn't given the opportunity to for her to really shine and, you know. So till you sent that vi- till I sent that video, I didn't know that Kelly could sing like that. Really? But this so that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. I'm saying like when it came down to their solo careers, because I think you're still you're talking more about when they were a group. Mm-hmm. When they split up, right? Because Beyonce didn't start off as B Queen B. Yeah, yeah. She still just came out as like, oh, that's that girl from Destiny's Child, you know, the lead singer of Destiny's Child, that this, that, any other. And I think that Kelly never even really got a chance to really come out come in the out. music in the music industry and have her full full like by herself solo. because it's like she now it's skin. just she's just this dark skinned girl yeah. like you're not a package anymore mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we can't sell the Creole with Beyonce with with y'all like now it's just like I mean, many many artists, many female artists, they all complain about stuff like this. There's a lot, like okay, like even female rap. rappers, yeah. Like, like let's look at female rap. Why in the world are all the female rappers that that tend to be popular light skin light skin like light skin like light like it really bugs me you know what i'm saying because i'd be thinking like tink and dreezy sitting over here really just trying to find a they moment trying to come out trying even to, cash doll cash doll should have been cash doll okay yes she's sexy so she, she already got the sex appeal down that's one uh she could rap she has to flow she really can rap. She, listen you can't compare her to cardi b exactly and you know what since we talk about colorism and stuff, I think that we, you know what I'm saying, part of this acceptance or over-acceptance of allowing light-skinned women to to be and do whatever they want also has spilled into allowing Lat- Latin women yeah. and non-black women that have to ethnic features <laughs> to be part of the culture as if they're black. I, I really mm-hmm. get irritated 
at this point, like, I, I really feel like, okay, can we just call a spade a spade and admit that Cardi B is not black? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. Y'all, we asked she's half Trinidadian, but that did not necessarily mean she's black. Just because the people we know of Trinidad that are Trinidadian so happen to be black, not every Trinidadian is black. Yeah, that is true. You get what I'm saying? Like, we've never seen her father. We don't know that. And so far as I know, she's Spanish. Yeah, she's you know Spanish. What I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying there's no such thing as Afro Latinas, but I don't think that that necessarily like that's she the falls same into thing that category? as like you're a black woman. Like that, I just think there is a difference between being uh, black you know, and I, being like a black. Like I do think there is a difference. It's between, really kind of see. Sorry, before mm-hmm. I cut you off, keep going. Let me let you finish. Yeah, I think there's a difference between being like black the race and and being like black the black the ethnicity. Like I really do think there are two separate things of there's two different types of black, and I feel like you know like even us being African fall into being black the ethnicity because the ethnicity is a derivation of us, of being African. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, it's just African being been crossed with, you know, other spices of being raped or whatever. But, yeah, I think that's completely different, though, than being, like, Afro-Latina. That's like, yes, you did start off with African origins, but then your descendants kind of, like, went... Latin and that's cool and all, but it's I think it's two different races. Everyone, and two different listen, everyone definition of what black is is different. There are some Africans that say that could say that, oh, I'm not black, I'm African. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are literally, literally some Africans, and there are some Jamaicans, you know what I'm saying, or people from the island, they say, oh, I'm not black. You know, it depends on what you define as black. Mm-hmm. The general term of black, we, we tend to think of, oh, American black. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, we tend to think, yes, there is Afro-Latina. And when anything where there's Afro, whatever, that means you have, your descendants is African. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, in Brazilian, I mean, Brazilian, in Brazil, um, you know, the whole racism, a lot of Nigerians were taken to Brazil. Right. And there is a, le, le, legit is a Yoruba culture in Brazil to this right. very day. And they are what? Afro-Latinas. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they do have the black features and, you know, they, they are legit, but they're also Latinas at the same time. Because I do watch little documentaries and Afro-Latinas, like Snow Women, they just say how they're not accepted in the black community because it's like, oh, you speak Spanish. You didn't live in any black, necessarily black community, you know, so you're not black. But then Latin, you know, on the on their Latin side, they're just like, girl, you black. You're not Latin. You know what I mean? Right. So it's really, really complex and it just depends on how one defines blackness and what you really relate to. And as you said, blackness is just not one definition. Blackness is not just ethnicity, you know what I mean? Like, it could be ethnicity, you know, it could be mm-hmm. your background, where you grew up, you know? And as you said, some Spanish people, you know, they have, like, the, the black ethnicity because they grew up around black people, you know? They grew up in the black culture, but they're not necessarily black. They're a race, but, you know, biologically, they're not black, you know? So right. it's, it's just really, really a, a complex thing, and I feel like as um, Cardi B, we already know she claimed the black thing for a comfort zone, as a safety zone, to be part of the culture, because it's popping. Yeah, because I feel like when we're having conversations about colorism, then that's when it's like, okay, this isn't the same exact conversation. I'm saying, because yes, Afro-Latinas definitely face colorism within like the Latin yeah. community and stuff like this. But I feel like it, it's like when when the black community is having different type of conversations about that, it's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just, you know, that sometimes, you know, like people have to use their agency for, for what it is, right? Like I would respect if... Cardi and Hennessy and them would say, like, if this conversation ever came up to them, would say, like, you know what? 
I, you know, I identify as black or whatever, whatever, but I know that I do, I don't necessarily look black, so yeah. I don't necessarily face the same stuff and this, this, that, and the exactly. other. Exactly. And Just it has benefited it. me yes. in this way, in that they, way, and they so They don't want it. Yes, no one is saying you didn't, you didn't work hard. No one is saying you were never in the studio for hours, but you just don't want to admit or even acknowledge the fact that you being fair-skinned is an advantage for you. And that's the thing. And it's just like when we start talking about like professional advantages, that's always the most, one of the most hurtful parts. Like I, I, you know, I think everybody pretty much knows like I'm really into theater and acting and being on TV and doing all this stuff, but it really is hard to even try to be noticed or be seen. Like, you know, I, I think I spoke about how when I was on Empire mm-hmm. and they were selecting um, certain people to sit in certain places, I didn't get picked because I wasn't light-skinned. Right. You know what they, I'm they saying? They had all the dark like, people out the back. Yeah, they put all those dark-skinned people in the back, even though the two main people getting married were dark-skinned. Well, Jamal not dark-skinned, but his the man is dark-skinned. Like, why don't he have no dark-skinned family? It's just, it's, it's hard to to even want to be in the industry when we don't have any real representation. And, and don't forget, it's also harder being a darker-skinned woman because compared to being a darker-skinned man. Not saying, you know, dark-skinned men don't face their challenges as well. But, you know, just even you being a dark-skinned woman alone, is that's extra. Yeah, that's, I think, that's you know... That's an extra thing you got to do. I will say that I think it depends on in which arena we're in. Mm-hmm. Because I know, like, as a dark-skinned man... How like you already a man and being a dark skinned man, people are probably more scared of you. Yeah. So it's like now you're posed as more of a threat. You're dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You're more dangerous than I guess me a woman. Yeah. Being in certain spaces, but then like yeah, when we're talking about things like sexualization and fetishization and things like that, yeah, like like we know somebody whose whole brand is being a dark skinned man right now. Like. Mm-hmm. You on Instagram, we'll talk about that off air. When you're on Instagram and you're doing this and other... It's Why you? just click? And this girl is working for him, girl. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, you're not doing nothing else but being an oiled up black man. The <sighs> same way Saweetie has no talent anymore, but she oh, likes it. Oh, Sweetie, she is a rapper. She's actually Gabrielle Union's cousin. Yeah, which is so She sad. cannot rap. She's just... She's just light-skinned and cute. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And it's just mm-mm. like... I mean, you know, I feel like this conversation has kind of gone everywhere at the same time. I mean, because it's, it's so much you could talk about. Color, it's just, it's too much. Okay, let's even talk about the bleaching of skin. You know, in Jamaica, they do that like crazy. Like, listen, you know, we're used to women just bleaching their skin. Men bleach their skin. Oh, and yeah. It's, yeah. And it's like, oh, bleach. Listen, their bleaching of skin is a whole process. Mm-hmm. They use the legi- they don't just use the cream, but they also wrap themselves in that um like the um, that Glad wrapper. What's the uh-huh, saran wrap? Yep, they wrap themselves in that, and you know, they wear like. Uh, like heavy clothes so mm. that heat so it could really soak up in their skin Ugh. and then after you just see the, the aftermath of it it's like you could get skin cancer you just see your skin is just so bosh and just nasty we see it we see it in Afri- uh, African aunties and stuff mm-hmm. we see them at parties you just seeing all the veins your knuckles is blocked it's like why are you bleaching if so you, you could pop this, more it's, it's, and it's also very demographic right like like whenever I go to this beauty supply right over here on Wilson of course like the whole aisle plus the back is nothing but bleach and cream oh yeah Yes, and if you see an older auntie woman, there is to get bleaching bleach cream. cream. But whenever I go to any other beauty supply, it's not like that. And Nigeria is definitely one of the top places where, you know, top countries that bleach your skin. Like, top African countries, if not, like, mm-hmm. number one, honestly. Like, when I, um, I said Angela, but I mean, that's her real name. But Black China went to go promote her skin and cream yes. in Nigeria. You know it's what I'm so saying? It's so popular like, now. Like, all, all the... Um, stuff come on? Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Anyway, but um, all the Nigerian um, actors, 
They now their side job is to make cream. Is to to promote bleaching cream, bleaching cream, but risky. Is- and it is so the way they they promote it is like, oh, make your skin fairer. You want your skin to be light and white. You want to look like a white queen. Really, that's what it is. That is what exactly. No, that really, they don't even hide it. Like a white. You know, Nigerians, Africans, we don't know how to. There's no subtlety. We don't. No, we don't sugarcoat things. So it's like okay, for even for example, because I forgot we wanted to talk about this with this. What? So if you watch the show Love and Hip Hop right now, oh right, Mimi, um, who is Stevie J, baby mama, she's light skinned and there's a Jamaican artist on there, Spice. Now they're having a debate because Spice, um, and I, I think if you guys would have saw it on the Shade Room a couple months ago, Spice tried is trying to prove a point by fake bleaching her skin right at the time didn't nobody know it was fake Uh, we know now but anyway she's telling people like I'm gonna bleach my skin because I want to bring awareness to the fact that black people as much as y'all claim that black the, the power. people black power and people mm-hmm. are against us we do not support dark skinned people like we only support light skinned people and Mimi is on there as this light skinned woman Continuously telling Spice that you know you're selling out because you don't know um, this than the other, and Spice keeps trying to explain to her like, no, I get, I'm, I understand what the black cause is, but I'm telling you, it's I we're living two different women, yeah. like we're living two different wives because I'm dark skin and you're light skin, and Mimi really is irritating me because she's really on here trying to act like she doesn't understand the she concept of colorism. That's the thing with also just blackness. It's like we all have different experiences. Yes, we're all black, we're all one, but we have different experiences, and just because you didn't experience it doesn't mean my experience is not valid. Yes, Spice, she's a dark skin woman, and she says the most hate she gets, it is from her people, it you is, know, though. and she believes that her career will be farther like, than it is now if if not because of her her complexion and i actually do believe it because she's talented listen this woman she is on she's basically top of the game for all this for her you know um reggae and the music that she makes um dance hall music she's known internationally like i've seen her concerts in germany in um in europe and it is packed it is packed and she feels like she would have really crossed over into this american culture but because she's darker, she's seen less. She's not given attention. It's not because it she's not talented. It's not she girl. This one could dance. Her ass off. That's what it is. Because it's like you know what I'm saying. Like a lot of our favorite, our favorite stars are light skin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. The Beyonce, the Rihanna, the Nicki Minaj. I'm not saying that they don't have talent to back it up. Right. But right. I'm saying right. there's probably some dark skinned talented person that we never saw. Like what happened of to course. Seven Streeter? I don't even understand what's going on. Because she could sing. She's a beautiful woman. I stand Normandy all day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Normandy, I stand mm-hmm. you all day. But I feel like she's not getting all, all the love she's and light not, you know, she deserves because she... I'm getting nervous for her because I'm like... I'm Because, you know, she had a little moment when she did her dance. And, you know, we saw on Twitter everywhere. But now I'm just like, okay. But all her, show, all her shows are consistently like that. Yes. Which is crazy to me that she is not... You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, why is Queen Naija getting more more love than she is? Oh, my God. And, yeah, because she's fair-skinned. Because she's fair-skinned. And that's what I'm saying. It's just like... Because you're more marketable. That's what people want to see. You're sexier. You're more attractive. We want we want to see light, light skin. That's what it is. It's it's really sad. It's it's ridiculous. And this is just... It's, it's in all cultures. Anything relating to dark... Listen, even in the Indian culture, okay? Oh, yeah. Even in the Indian culture... I mean, in Asia, they're the one who make the, the bleaching cream. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even in the Asian culture, Indians, it's the same thing. It's, if you're darker, it's eh. um, You know, I was just on a, on a set of a film, and my co-star was telling me that, you know, in India, like, 
classism, colorism, it is so, so big. She said she didn't even really realize until she came to America like, wow, you know. Um, she was saying how, you know, like in the media and in their Bollywood, the main thing you see is, is the lighter skin. Is the lights, you know, Eurocentric look. Yeah, like you with are the mixed thin, eyes. You're super thin, your body is narrow, you know, super long hair, and you're fair skin, you know. If you're dark, you're lower you're you're lower class. You slum dog man. Exactly. Right. And it's like, wow, when you think about it, all these Bollywood movies that we see. Yeah, it's always mixed eye, hazel yeah, eye, lighter skin. And I'm when I'm like, when I do research in India, like, I'm telling you, these people be dark. But when you see Indian people in real they're life, dark. they're dark. Like darker than us. Like they're really, really dark. It's I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't it's know. Too, what, but the, you what know, do you think would be the solution? Is there a solution to it? To colorism? I think the biggest solution would just be to recognize your own implicit biases and just to like really, really like take skin color away from stuff. Like that's something I really try to do, especially when like I talk and look at people. I I tell you straight up, like, nah, you're just not attractive or you are attractive or yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Or you like this or you that. Like I... I think that I've lived so long on the other side of it that I I do I have such a conscience a conscious yeah. effort of trying not to do it. But what I am trying to take because I will admit I don't, the bias of my own that I am trying to take away is to to not have like an innate disdain. That's mm-hmm. a strong word, but for like for lighter skinned people, I like I it. try not to feel like. You got you got exactly what you want, and you want like to get this. Why are you complaining? You know what I'm saying, or like to disvalidate and light that, skin and that's people. Really mature of you, too, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure it's hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I try not to invalidate light skin people. Yeah. Like like nah, you probably you really are probably dope in what you do. It's not just like right, you just right, light skin. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. You know some people just light skin, but <laughs> you know, like I I you know it's it's really just trying to take a moment to recognize your own bias and just to be honest with yourself. Question: So would you say the 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 starter of this colorism, do you really think it's colonization? You think it's white people? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I try to think like, okay, is there something else to it? No, I mean, like, we all know that. It is, it is white people. At the root of most calamity in the world, it was a white person. It is. Because, you know, in Nigeria, I have a cousin, he is darker than you. And we praise him. Like, we're like, oh, we call him black man. You know what I mean? Like, anyone who's super dark skin, we, call, we legit call you like, oh, that black woman, that black man. And we mean it like in a, such a positive way, like, because it's like, oh, you're just so rich and just so mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, it's not like, ah, yeah, dark skin like this. Ah, ah. But, you know, I will say that because, you know, just as my last note on this, I didn't really know I was dark skinned mm-hmm. until I moved to America. I was born of in course. Portugal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I literally was born in Portugal. I lived with a bunch of white people and you know, it was black people obviously around, but I lived primarily with a bunch of white people because mm-hmm. I was living in Europe. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously I was black. I knew what skin color I was, but it wasn't until I moved to America you. that you let me know I'm a, a different type of black. Like, oh, you, you black, you a black ass. You, da, da, da. And you know, they let you, they make you really hate your skin. They'll yeah. tell you anything. Put bleach in your water. You dirty. It was one day I remember in class, it was good because you know I'm clean though, but um, they tried to like take like an alcohol swab and swab like my skin and swab somebody else's skin. Like, oh, you black because you dirty. That's how you got black like that. But mine was clean and the other person's was dingy, oh. which was just, you know, it just so happened to be like that. But even this for that to have, to have to happen, it's just terrible. Like, my last note that I'll say is, listen, 
because I came here to do high school. And one thing I'm really grateful, I'm glad that I did not go to grammar school in America. <laughs> I'm No, I really am. Because when I hear your stories and other people's story, you know, calling African booty scratcher or you're and all this, I'm just like, yeah, I didn't even really know I was black till I came here. That's very true. But it's like, I have confidence, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and pride in my complexion and, you know, or in my blackness to say, you know, because it's like, the stories that I hear, it really scares me because I'm like, I don't even know how you guys handle it because it's too much. Because I would really be broken. America, who? But that's that. That's that on that. Uh, but yeah, colorism, um, it's a big topic. You know, one day we'll probably talk about it again, but it's... it's It'll definitely you come can up never, I don't think you even ever get to the end of yeah, colorism yeah. at all. It's um, an ever-flowing. And I'm sure people going to listen to this and have so much to say that we didn't comment yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Feel free, because people do also kind of message me on the side, y'all. Feel free to talk to us, slide in our DMs, engage in conversations, let us know things, because we're really open to the conversation. Oh, yeah, anyway, definitely. Because so. we definitely see it all. Yeah. We definitely do. So yeah. thank you. Please thank do. you. Yeah. For your support. Um, Let's get into our TV next? and oh, music. TV and music. Okay, because I'm about Game of Thrones. Because I'm finally watching it. I'm finally, like, you know, starting all over. So yeah. I get the hype. Oh, snap. What? Dang, we recorded late today. What it's, it's about to come on soon. Um, <laughs> so, yes. All right. Game of Thrones. You already know what it is. If you were throny, you know what's up. Aria is the GOAT. I'm naming my first child Aria. My husband can take it with me however he wants. And I'm, I'm going to remember that. Yes, it's going to be Aria. It's going to be Ariola. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we named her um, because that's you know oh, that battle of Winterfell wow. was I don't know okay so people was kind of mad talking about like they didn't like it and woo 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 this is the only thing that I'll say I, I agree with I do think that the Night King this would have been a good time to see his battle skill like to see how badass he really is mm-hmm. however I do also see the simplicity of like the Night King was never supposed to be badass what the Night King does is he rises the dead he has the right. army of the dead like that was never we never said he was a swordsman right. what we said was that he controls the dead he has an army of dead that's it so he did that people were also kind of mad that John wasn't like as I don't, I don't know, like gallant as he always is. I don't know what y'all want from my man John. John was fighting in the sky with dragons. John took on a whole army of dead people by himself. Mm. Like let John live. But I yeah, I get there. Arya, the god assassin, she made it do what it uh, do. I think I'm I'm heading to season four now. So. Okay. I'm excited for it too. It's definitely like a good catchy um, TV show. It's really good, well written. Why does it seem so old? It's like so much happened this week. What? Like all this stuff I'm reading. I'm like, damn, that did happen like Sunday, like last week. Oh. Um. Anyway, The Shy. You know, I know I love The Shy. Mm-hmm. Love that show. It just got renewed for season three. Um. So yeah, I, I keep telling y'all, get on the wave early. Like I've been watching it literally since day one. It's only got two seasons, and we in the middle of season two, so catch up. I know a lot of people don't have Showtime. Find a way, catch up, borrow somebody's password, or you know what? Invest in Showtime like y'all invest in H- HBO. <laughs> y'all was watching HBO, Shameless. But you know what? Show has, Showtime, they really do have good shows. They do. They, they have that like really like good shows. They, they do have it. They so, really do have yeah. it. Yeah. Y'all was spending money to watch Shameless. Spend money to watch Shameless. The Shine. <laughs> I like Shameless. 
Um, then on TV, Jaden is set to play a young Kanye Why? on a, ironically, Showtime show. Um, I, I don't, don't see this, the resemblance. I don't see the resemblance. I don't see But is anything. this just a rumor or is this really going to happen? It was on the shade room, so... Well, I, I, I can't say. I, I don't know. I won't take it as 100% yet. Okay, what what show? What 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 is the show about? Kanye West? What what? Are, they haven't given any details. I don't think it's time for us to make any type of show about Kanye West. They ain't getting no details about nothing. Ugh. Um, I, I just don't see it. I think that it's also. I also think for like things like that, you can't use somebody that's equally as famous. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. Like like if we, if Kanye really was like, oh, I'm about to make a, a movie or a docu series or whatever about me growing up in Chicago, whatever. But I think you should probably use the up and coming actor mm-hmm. so that we can detach the two. Because now I'm just be looking at Jaden like, yeah, why is Jaden? And there's no type of like the complexion yeah. would be different. Yeah, it, no. So yeah. I hope that's not things. true. I really do hope it is not true. Two different people. Um, what else? Oh, I'm also um, excited to announce that Netflix, in part of their strong uh-huh. black lead, this month right? they are um, incorporating a lot of um, Netflix movies. are adding more black classics because people have asked. So I took a picture of what they are adding. So so far already, Baps is on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the movie with Halle Berry. Her, I'm not crazy about that movie. I'm not gonna lie. It's funny. Like you gotta like. Maybe I ain't really watch it. it yeah, it's one of those movies that you probably ain't really really watched. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't really like it too until like one day I really watched, I watched it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, her only choice is coming out May first. Knock down the house. That's coming out May first, or it's out. Tuka and Birth. I don't know what that is, but that's out. Right, I don't um, know. Pose season one. I heard that's a very good show. What show? Pose. That's the LGBT show. Oh, girl, show. yes. That you you is, didn't watch it? I didn't watch Ooh, it. Um, it is a good show. So that's actually coming to Netflix on um, But that's not necessarily a black... I think it's a it's it's Black really TV it's show. more of them bringing in people of color and more diversity, more inclusivity, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, see you yesterday, May seventeenth. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Moonlight is May twenty first. Okay, 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 okay. Wanda Sykes, not normal, May twenty first. Okay. The Perfection, May twenty fourth. She's got to have it season two, May twenty. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch it just so I can make sure I'm not completely uh, I think writing the show off. Season one was a little bit underwhelming. S- yes, yeah, it was very underwhelming. I feel like it's it's one of those that you should just leave it as a movie, leave it as a classic, leave it as that. I, I just and if, if you're gonna do a remake, remake as a home correct, movie, correct? I don't think movie. It, it didn't need to be a show. It didn't have to be a show. I don't really. I don't know. I don't know. It just felt incomplete. You know, was, it really felt incomplete. I was extremely it's underwhelmed. It's like, I'm not, okay, what exactly is even different now? I'm extremely underwhelmed. So yeah. yeah, I'll give it a try just to see if they really talking about something. Oh, and last but not least, When They See Us, May 31st. I want to see that. Um, I want to see. I think that's, that's new. That's the um, Ava DuVernay. Yes, yes, that's new. That's new. So that is, um, those are what is on Netflix and part of what they are doing to um, be more conscious of adding black TV shows. And movies. What other shows? Did um, you watch any shows? I mean, you know, we watch our Ratchet TV. I ain't watched Ratchet TV this week. I look, you ain't really watch. I can't remember it. Like, I watched a little Love, love and, and Hip Hop. Whatever. Oof. You know, we watched. Oh, movie. Love and Hip Hop. Um, Carly Red. So, with her breaking up with her, her well, baby daddy. Not her well, baby daddy, I mean, her, her fiance. fiance. I think she's doing too much. Oh yeah, she's I, doing so. Basically, um, she's supposedly just got engaged to this man. You know, he has an older daughter. She has an older daughter, so they don't have kids. Um, but I guess he got you know a, a text or a call from a old flame, an old friend that you know she's pregnant or 
basically she has a child already. But mm-hmm. basically she was pregnant before he got with Kali Red. Mm-hmm. You know, so Kali Red is mad that, you know, he's talking to this woman without her, you know, knowledge. I could get why she's upset, like, oh, we're supposed to do with this thing together. It shouldn't be a secret. But to him, he's like, I want to get to the bottom of the issue before I even really bring, bring it up. To my relationship, you know what I'm saying? To bring yeah. it to, like, is it even worth it, the drama, knowing the kind of person you are, mm-hmm. you know? Is it something that I have to bring up if I don't even, he hasn't even done a DNA test. Right. He's really trying to figure out, is this lady really for real? And then again, it happened way before you guys. Yes, he should have communicated, but then he still told you about it, but you're saying the engagement is over. Go go be with the woman and her son. You know Carly be tweaking. So dramatic. Just she's Carly Rich, she just be tweaking. I don't think it's for pardon me. I'm so starting to know so much about this entertainment stuff. It's like a lot of this is really for the show. It's just for the show. It's just for the dramaticism of this is reality. Just shouting. TV. Just shouting. I, um, TV wasn't super interesting this week. We're um, going to music. Ah, so Yemi Alade. Um, Yemi Alade, she's a Nigerian artist. If y'all know that song, um, I'm looking for Johnny. Is that a song, right? Yes, yeah, Johnny. Um, so she's having a song with Rick Ross. Um, is it out yet? I haven't heard it. I think it, it is out. Is I'm it, waiting on you out? to send it to me, to be honest. Uh, I haven't seen any link of it, but I look, he think it's out. I'll check again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I noticed about Rick Ross? He definitely... Uh, makes music with a lot of them African African artists Especially Nigerians Yeah he does He's done Davido He's done um, P-Square um, Who else I'd say He's done uh, Maybe even Two-Face Maybe Two-Face I'm not sure mm-hmm. But he definitely rock, he, 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 mess, he, he rocks with Nigerian artists That's nice But sometimes the song Don't really be good Rick Ross I just don't really be I like him as a rapper But I don't like his songs If that makes sense like, It makes sense Like I know sense. that he's a rapper And woo woo And his raps are decent Yeah but. His songs with all these Nigerian artists I don't It doesn't last You know You never mm-hmm. hear them on the radio You Even like Even if You never It's never really promoted It's just this expensive Music video That's really what it is Exactly That's all that it is So I don't know But well that's nice to know You know that The crossing of the cultures um, there's a rumor that Megan Thee Stallion, her song Big Old Freak, um, that Drake is going to be on the remix. If he is, I'm for it. I like it. I don't know why people was on social media really trying to cap on Drake. Like, first of all, I feel like that's low-key Drake lane. Like, Big Old Freak, like, the even the whole sample of the 90s Drake. Like, that's really Drake's lane. Like, yeah. I feel like it made more sense than when he um, got on Summer Walker's song, to be honest. And that was okay. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It wasn't my favorite Drake verse, but he took off on that. So, I don't see why y'all think Big Old Freak would be different. And yeah. then furthermore, dang, Drake can't even... To get the no up and coming celebrities, like uh, people are just doing too much. Yeah, just doing too much. But I, if that's to be case, to be case, I am looking forward to that. I know Plies, he already has a remix to Big Old Freak. You know, Plies is nasty, so mm-hmm. he got that down to the T already. So that's decent. Um, you know, I have never really heard about this rapper, Jonah. Um, oh, I like Jonah Lucas. This is my because when I saw Rihanna tweeted him and I saw him like on Charlemagne the God, I saw like an auto in the celebrities. Yeah, I love um, Lucas. And I listened to his song. I'm like, girl, this song is deep. He made, I feel like you saw that video a while back with the white that, man. That white man, and I'm not black. racist. Ah, that's, he, it? that's his song. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, his yeah, stuff yeah. be deep, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really has you thinking, like, and you know, he was just. Some of the stuff he was saying, like, he was, like, questioning God and stuff like that. Song, um, I guess the song, what's the name of the song? Devil's Work. You guys should check it out. I like it. I like it. Because you know, Oz is definitely one of those better underground artists. Yes. That, that has you thinking. Not all, like, music is not just about shaking your butt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just that. But, you know, like, something for you to think about. Yeah. Thought-provoking. You know? Exactly. I like it. I like it. And I like the video, too. Oh, I got to check it oh, out. Oh, yeah. The video was decent. I like the video, too. 
I heard uh, Tink drop the album, mm. y'all. So, um, so for those of us, you know, who follow Tink, um, she's a Chicago girl. I didn't know that. And essentially, what the thing with Tink is, we all know she was with Timbaland for a while. Right. They had that whole thing. So he released her finally. So yeah, so they ended up releasing. She's under new management, and um, she released her actual first studio album. I haven't heard it yet, so I'm gonna try to check it out oh, and get back to y'all I'll next check week. That out. I actually did listen to Schoolboy Q's album because we did talk about it. It was okay. I I mean, it wasn't my favorite body of work for Schoolboy Q, but Mm. yeah, it was cool though. It wasn't like bad. I would definitely, I would give it like maybe a seven out of 10. Okay. So yeah, then I feel bad because I low key still ain't listening to Two Trains. I don't know why. I just gotta, I have to sit down and be in the mood to be like, all right, let me listen to Two Trains. Yeah, certain artists, like, I feel like I have to be like in the vibe of the mood to be like, okay, let me, let me hear what they're talking about. Yeah. Certain artists. So. But yeah, um, for music, I think that's I'm trying to. Oh, I'm trying to see what what other artists have new songs coming out. We waiting on Rihanna. We always waiting on Rihanna. We waiting on Rihanna, so hopefully she has a nice summer jam. Like you know, when summer hits, when it's hot. Yeah, she comes out with that nice. Cause this is supposed to be like a reggae album. I heard that's the rumor. That it's a reggae album. That would be lovely. Waiting on that. Evidently, DJ Khaled supposed to drop like in two weeks. So mm. we shall see. We shall see. Um, who else? I think that's really it for um for music. For music. Um oh yeah, black excellence. Oh yeah. I think we did the other around today. I almost forgot about black excellence. I know, right? <laughs> um, but black excellence. Oh, I have two you. black excellences. Mm. Um and they're they're kind of for the same thing. So my black excellence people for the week are um Regina King, oh yeah, Sierra and Russell Wilson. Um, and all of these people are getting black excellence for the work that they are doing in media entertainment. Regina King just got um, a production deal with Netflix to produce a bunch of movies and TV. With her sister. With her sister, which is so cute. Regina King. Um, and Sierra and R- Russell, you know, Russell been in his bag lately, getting a lot of money, doing a lot of different things. They are also launching a family-friendly production company, mm-hmm. um, I guess, to do what they do, you know, because... Sometimes we do need more, like, black family-friendly things. Like, I really think we about do. it. Like, you know, like, ABC Family is very, you know. Yeah. Not black, so. At all. But we don't have anything for, you know, black so like, entertainment, black yeah, TV show. Yeah. Everything don't have to be sex and, oh, it's show about basketball. Right. You or know. it's like, or the kids' shows don't all have to be animation. Like, what are the what are the <laughs> preteens watching? That's why these preteens yeah. growing up too fast. They're not watching nothing, nothing. for them. So. Positive and yeah. entertaining. Like, we had Proud Family, That's So Raven. Like, the more I think about it, Disney had a wave where there was, like, Disney and Nickelodeon, they had a wave where we had, like, a lot of, like, black youth TV shows mm-hmm. to watch. But I don't think they really have that anymore. Honestly, not a lot, but they, were, they had stapled ones. They had stapled Because if you stuff. think about it, it's still the same ones we keep on talking about. Besides those, no, that was the era. Mm-hmm. It was a quick era where yeah. it was like Proud Family, That's a Raven, Corey in the House, yeah, um, yeah, just little stuff, uh, Fillmore. So we just had a little bit of like some stuff that we liked. But anyway, that's my black excellence. For me, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gonna do your clap again? No, no, that's cool. <laughs> For me, well, first of all, you know this is the first time in history that um, Miss America. Miss um, Teen USA and Miss USA, they're all black women. Ooh. All of them, all beautiful black women. Yeah. So mine goes to, um, she won Miss, US, Miss USA. Um, her name is Chels, Chelsea Christ, and um, she's Miss North Carolina. Ooh. And she's a lawyer. She's a 27-year-old lawyer from North Carolina who represents prison inmates for nice. free. 
for free. Can you imagine? Pro bono. Yes. Nice. Um, she won the 2019 Miss USA title. Um, and she's just wonderful. You know, she comes from a family from, of, you know, teachers, nurses, um, people from the military. Um, it's just nice to see Miss USA or Miss America as a lawyer, a black woman, and she's helping the community out. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And she's a beauty, you know, beauty and brains. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That is amazing. Shout out to you, beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. It was a long clap. I be letting it. I be trying to let it fade out, but it do be clapping forever. It keeps on going. Um. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's it. That's it. We just got in with the quote. All right. So a quote for the day. <clears throat> when a man tells a black woman that she looks mixed as a form of endearment, he's insinuating that her beauty comes from allegedly non non black part of her. All they're effectively saying is, "You're too beautiful to just be black." Oh, but I am. We aren't beautiful in spite of our blackness. We are beautiful because of it. So don't dare try to give the credit to anything else. And that's that. Period. <laughs> Thank All you. Right, Charles, another episode. <laughs>